code sent to me. Well, guess what? That shit ain't happening. All right? It didn't work out like they planned. And that's why I was on the phone and I'm late for the podcast and all this shit now. Sitting in front of a Wells Fargo trying to get my money. My sister sent me a, or she posted something where somebody was trying to sign into her Apple account for like a Uber or a Lyft in Romania. Yeah, man. <laughs> Somebody uh, in December tried to buy some, no, not uh, December. Uh, it was last year, though. Tried to buy some Nike shit with my credit card. And, um, like, I actually, by the time I called, the shit was on the truck being delivered to the crib in California. Oh. They got you. <laughs> no, I got my shit back. Oh, but I mean, they, they still came up on the product, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they didn't get delivered, though. So. Oh, you? Like, oh, they actually stopped the delivery. Yeah, they did. Oh, they, okay. Oh, all right. Pause on all that shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, score one for the little guy. Yeah. I think that's like the. Oh, it's like off center now. Yes. Center. We ain't doing the earpiece this, this week, Sleeves? No, I don't need it because I got a new phone. Fuck not. All right. So my I shit is. I got to look. Asking a question. Look. You didn't have to call me a name. Like, I was just. I got to call you a name. This is. No, this you could have just said Ty. Like, I respect, time, but you got a fuck nut and all this dumb shit. I'm not the bank, Dwayne. I didn't do this to you, okay? I'm just asking guess as a what? friend. So you guess just what? Give me your fucking ass to kiss. Guess what? I needed that. Fuck you. Asshole, and I love you. Hello, Tyree. Been a while. You know. Hey, can we get some more light in your room, sleeves? I don't know. Yeah, man. Like uh, that's the camera. Just that's his phone. Just adjusting back and forth. All the lights are. On. I feel it's like it looks like, like, it look like your room is haunted or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's, it's like it's flickering up, up and down, up and down. I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know what the fuck. Uh, we good now. You got the light right. You zoomed it in. Like, whatever you did, don't touch shit else. Just now it's just like ominous. Now it's like intermittent. Like, okay, whatever. <laughs> like, leave that. Yeah. I promise cool. you what I'm saying. I'm not touching anything, bro. Like, I, just pushed, I just moved it well, up. Be comfortable. Like, sit back. Like, you ain't going to be all. Like, I'm, I'm wondering if you move, if the light's going to change. Really. Like, sit back and see if the light moves. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, See, that shit did something. You want to lean into this conversation. <laughs> I'm going to have to be up here with these flickering fucking lights. It's always some extra shit, man. I'm, I'm, you know, I heard that. We'll make you do what it do. Yeah. So what's been going on, man? I just, uh, well, I saw Sleeve yesterday. He came through. Wish me a happy birthday. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. I mean, that's what's been going on, man. 4040 Club, brother. You know what I'm saying? And Tyree, you're not going to have a grand celebration either. You're next. <laughs> yeah, yeah, got a whole three weeks. Mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> got, got big plans, big, big You got to have a big makeup party sometime in the fall or something like that when all this is over. <laughs> I know, just, just a 40-day, like, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Because by then, all of us will, you know, be, have crossed the 40, even, like, 40 club, man. video. So, um, I mean, but who's to say what's going to be happening in the fall? I think if you survive 2020, then you get like a do-over next year. Like, like this year, this year don't count. Like, no. It has definitely been an adjustment. Like, we just had a meeting at my gig. Like, they talking about the earliest we might start working in the office again might be July. What? But I remember I was asking you before, though, like, they can't, how can they really make people return to work? You know, it's kind of like I can't. You know, I mean, and, 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 you know, I'm not going to I'm in a good position to where nobody's being forced to do anything, but they're saying the earliest would be at that point. And at that point, it would come in like sort of waves. And wave one would most certainly be a voluntary basis. Now, how, how long it takes for us to move through waves is all to be determined based on, you know, bunch of variables we have no knowledge on but um that's at least the plan that um we're going yeah. with right now everything's about to start opening back up i i can tell because they're trying to get the parking authority to start issuing tickets again i yep. saw an article about the cdc now saying that uh coronavirus isn't really spread through uh it doesn't really live on surfaces that long plastic or metal like remember before a couple weeks ago 
you would see all the articles about coronavirus can live up to uh, nine days on surfaces. You know, this is right, right. Was X amount of hours on cardboard and shit. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But now they're saying that that's really not the way it's been transmitted. And just because the virus lives on a surface doesn't make it infectious on that surface. So the, the point Basically, is that they're trying to put the info out there and they're, I guess, they're trying to get people ready to get back out into the public. You know what I mean? Like, you don't have oh, yeah, to be afraid anymore. Because they need the economy back, you know? Yeah, we need you to get out there and start shopping. So it's okay. You can go out there and start touching stuff again, you know? <laughs> I think it was Vegas, if I'm not mistaken, or Texas. Vegas or Texas, it was the governor or somebody who said, we need the economy. Which one was it? I'm pretty. If it was CNN, it was the mayor of Vegas with Anderson Cooper. Yeah, and uh, was that the woman or is this the man we talking about? It was about? a woman that was saying a bunch of dumb shit. No, but that was one person. This was okay. another one. This was a guy. This was actually okay. recent where he basically said, I got to remember which state, but basically he said, we value the economy more than lives. Mm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Basically on the tight time like that. Like, yeah, you know I saw saying? that. I saw that clip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like, basically saying, we need to get out here and start working. Damn your life. We need this economy up and pop. Like, yeah. Yo. I just saw an article today where they was talking about China putting 100 million people on lockdown because the shit came back. Like, today, I saw this article. Um, so, like... See, that's my one concern about the, the, the summer free-for-all. Everybody going outside like, shit, shit is sweet right now. And next thing you know, this Breathe Fest 2020. Yeah, I know. You go somewhere where 50 people and got it. And, man, I'm not. I'm not Everybody going to be outside taking deep breaths when as soon as they can. Ah, I was talking ah, to a homie of mine that I know from work. And he was like, yeah, I went to the shore this week, and it was great. I was like, did you wear a mask? I mean, fuck no. Just breathing, man. I was just alive, man. I loved it. Spitting exactly. the ocean water out of his mouth back into exactly. the ocean. I'm be honest with you. Outside, I'm not going to be around a whole bunch of people, but I love being outside because that's the air. That's what it is. If anything, when I go inside, yeah, I got that joint on. But like, yeah, if I'm outside and I'm not around a whole bunch of people, like, no, nah, what do I have to have a mask on? No, I, I don't. I don't disagree with you. I don't just wear it outside when I'm walking or, or when I'm driving alone. See, that's disrespecting the air, dog. You've been breathing this your whole life. You're breathing see, it right now. But see, in a way though, you kind of you kind of tripping. We're all a little guilty of that, right? Because even today, myself, I had to go outside to move my car. I, you know, I mm -hmm. parked it up the street, other side of the block, space available in front of the house. It's gonna move it. So I didn't put my mask on. I ran out, I had flip-flops on. Just ran out, ran to the car real quick to drive down the street. And I parked, and as I was getting out, this lady was walking up the street. She ain't looked the healthiest, you know what I mean? And she didn't have a mask on. And I was like right, walking right. to the sidewalk, you know what I mean? And she was already yeah. on the sidewalk. But then I heard yeah. her do like a little, like a <laughs> like a mucusy kind of hot kind of, you know what I mean? Like a hat. Like a wet you know, cough, I, she had a wet cough. cough. Yeah, yeah, it was a, 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 I don't know if it was wet, but it was definitely moist. You know what I'm saying? I definitely walked you back out. I went out into the street and let her keep walking <laughs> on the sidewalk. And I held my breath as soon as I heard the hack. I walked my head down, I held exactly. my breath the whole time so I got back to my door. Exactly. I held his breath. I that's, that's, that's my fault for not having a mask on. You know what I'm saying? No, like, no, it's not. You didn't get to go out. <laughs> I was out in the public without my mask. <laughs> Stop, if I remember correctly, you were the biggest advocate of the fountain. Wait, hold up, sleeves, because because Stop's full of shit right now. You were the biggest advocate of fountain mist being like an antibacterial agent to make us stronger. So you should be using all that love park mist that we ingested for years. The homeless mist. The community. You should be like Luke Cage out in these goddamn streets right now. Especially on your block. On your block, man. Come on, man. That's your block, man. Yeah, that's and that was my thinking, sleeves. Yes, and that was my thinking when I was like, "Yo, let me go move my car." Until he saw that coffin bitch outside. But he that still, but listen, the whole still, game. It don't matter who block it is. I was rolling the dice, and I, you know what I mean. I crapped out. I could have. I could have crapped out right there. You know what I'm saying? Guess what, man? And your instincts 
kicked in, and all you did was made a slide move, and you let that bitch and her mucus go that away. All right, and that was <laughs> it. Because I, I don't know which way the spores go. I don't remember which way the wind was blowing. Mm. No, listen, man, you good. You you made the right move. It's cool, but like you said, when it come to like bigger shit, like if that wasn't your block, and you was going like you know somewhere where more motherfuckers. Like I don't know how I'm, I'm probably. That's why I'm not going to Kelly Drive. Because I don't feel like I'm going to enjoy Kelly Drive how I'm used no. to enjoy. I got to have a mask on. Because it's yeah. so, you get what I'm saying? I want to run. It's too deep. It's just yeah. too deep. You get what I'm saying? That's why I'm not going of... out there. That's why you I'm not going out there. and coughed. We made eye contact. Like, she knew what it was, and she saw me walk the other way. And I was like, eh, right. no, nah, like, you <laughs> coughing. Like, ah, I'm sorry. You know what it is? <laughs> Lucky I don't whoop your ass up. You coughing in front of my house? This is where my son and my, my daughter going to come back out here and kick your ass. <laughs> you think the bacteria with my family is? Oh, man. Son, go give me the gun. Go give me my oh, gun. Wow, wow. But no, anyway, you're right, yeah, though, no, like, like, going the, out, the, uh, hitting up the, the drive. The thing about Kelly like, Drive is, like, is not only a bunch of breathers. These are, like, tired breathers. So yeah, they're, they're, you're like, getting <sighs> diaphragm breath out that shit. Like, I'm, I'm not. All kinds know. of sweat. I do. So from my crib, I run, you guys know where I live. I, I run from here to uh, Cotman and Castor, and then I go back around. The whole trip is like two and a half miles. Usually I'll do that in the morning, and I might run by like three people. But if I'm on a street and it's just me and them coming, I'll get as far away, and if possible, I'll go in the street when I'm approaching a human. So just trying to do my part. Now you run with a mask on. You run the. I don't run with a mask on because I can't. Like oh, I, you, you see me sweat, on, dog. I can't. Tyler, what you doing if I ran with a mask on, it's just going to be like a, a wet ass. It's going to be a wet rag by the time I'm like ten minutes my, in, man. Like, my mask protects you, or my mask protects me. Y'all know the saying. Uh, you say <laughs> it right. You say you, it right before me. you give me this whole speech about the mask. Man. You got to have a mask yeah. on. I'm more worried about being shot jogging than I am. Worrying about catching the corona while I'm jogging. I mean, that's that's more likely <laughs> considering what's going on in America. But yeah, yeah, I that's mean, real. And I certainly don't jog enough that I make it like a uncomfortable for people. Oh, here he is again! Like they might see me once every two weeks or some foul <laughs> shit like that. So yeah, it's okay. <clears throat> yeah, nice. But uh, that's a nice little segue, man. If you want to start talking about uh, the, I guess the uh, the, the two most uh, Two shootings that are really just dominating the headlines recently. Uh, you had uh, Ahmad Aubrey down there in Georgia. Terrible. It's nuts. It's crazy. The whole Fuck thing shit. is how do how do you get in your truck and pursue somebody with some guns? And you ever seen the crazies? No. Okay. It was like something fell in their water. And all of a sudden, everybody just became homicidal maniacs. And it was like a group of folks that was just in a truck, like just shooting people, putting bodies in the back of it. And that was just, it reminded me of the crazies. I mean, oh, really? I always, I, you know, for the longest to people, I've always said, you go below the Mason Dixon, you're liable for any type of crazy shit that happened. Now, I certainly didn't think that somebody would just get shot for jogging while black, but, you know. I mean, I mean, actually, I mean, you know. I, I got done left. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It doesn't, it doesn't surprise me. It's just so ridiculous that, you know, I mean, hey, it's 2020, but when a country is built on racism, has a racist foundation, a racist yeah. culture to some degree, you know, for a lot of people, it doesn't surprise me. But the fact that, yeah, yes, and, and, and you, it is 2020, but like, you know, 1920 was, was only a century ago. You know, our grandparents, our great grandparents were there and, and, you know, lynching was a was a yeah. big thing. Yeah. yeah, you see the old newspaper article. It was a big fest. It was a big like a uh, festivity. Picnic, right, exactly. Uh, yeah, I mean, you uh, know, photo photographs, the postcards. You yeah. liable to see any type of crazy shit, man. So I mean, you know, we aren't so far removed that generations aren't still being taught those type of things. Yeah, it's definitely like, handed down. I don't I mean, know. You remember the thing I tweeted the other day where the one chick was like. um, Dogs and slaves. Yeah. The only people who need muzzles. Um, some proud white woman with this sign just like 
the, yeah. the audacity to just yeah. think that with the, this uh, shit like this is not only cool. What, what did the signs say? This, the sign said only dogs and slaves should have to wear a muzzle. And it had a picture of a slave with like a, a mask over there. Yeah, and it's, um, a, it's a famous picture. I think it's a, like a Brazilian yeah, slave yeah, in the 1700s or right. something like that. Right. And Pretty you've seen that likeness on shirts to some extent. <laughs> and, and what's even crazier about that is the story behind the picture is, is that the mistress, the slave's mistress, I hate to refer to the woman as a slave, but the enslaved individual, her yeah, mistress sure. put that on her because she was so upset at her husband. He kept raping her, and he refused to stop raping the slave. So, out of anger and rage, she had that muzzle and that uh, that spiked collar put on the, uh, wow. the sleeve. I think her name was like Anastasia or something like that. Wow! And people got yeah. property; they feel like they can do whatever they want with it. Crazy. Yeah, I'm not going to deal with my husband. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm punish no. my husband because he keeps no. raping our slave. I'm gonna punish That'd the slave. That's being raped. So now she's like a, a, a double victim. She's already a slave, and triple, yeah. already a slave. I'm about to say, we'd we be here all day talking about the, the levels of victim that this person is. So, yeah, yeah, yeah shout out. Who another, no and that's the woman guy. she chooses to put up on a sign and parade it around like, hey, you know. Yeah. yeah, people are definitely nuts. But yeah, but you know, that whole Ahmaud Arbery shooting is crazy. I mean, so the dad, they see a guy walking, running down the street. They assume the worst, right? And it's because he's, it's racial. It's because he's black. Because you've probably seen the other footage now where they actually have video footage from inside the property with multiple other people going in, wandering around, walking around, inspecting the property. And nobody else calls the police on these people. Nobody else gets shot. The, the shooters, uh, what are the name, last names of that family? Uh, Michaels or something like that? Don't give me the line. They know. said that there was a rash of break-ins in the neighborhood. The sheriff already said that, nah, there hasn't been any spike in break-ins in the neighborhood or anything like that. They just saw the black dude, and I guess that day they decided that that black dude was going to be the one that they were going to pursue and they were going to chase and try to illegally detain because they weren't. The dad had a former career in law enforcement. Right. I think he was a cop for a couple years and then he was an investigator for the DA or something like that. But he wasn't currently a law enforcement officer. And I don't believe his son was working in law enforcement or, uh, either. The son, man, might, nobody that, that works, you would, you would hope that no one that works in law enforcement would be dumb enough to just be right. on but civil you, patrol. You can't even give it the kind of justification like these are off duty police officers or something. Right. Like that. No, these were vigilantes. This was they some grand auto level shit. They armed themselves in pursuit of an unarmed individual. And shot and shot and killed him, man. And, and, and like, try to act like he has no right to defend himself when he's being confronted by two yeah, armed right, right, right. Like, no, you're supposed to sit and wait for us to do what we got to do. Right. Because we got the law on our sides in, in yeah. America. No, we get to illegally detain you. Look, I was, you know, I know you're not supposed to always go to the comments sections and read the comments, but I can't help it sometimes on these articles. I got to see what people yeah, are saying. No. And it's crazy when you, you hear it's people infuriate justify you. it. Yeah, but people will try to justify the shooting right. and them confronting him by saying, well, they just wanted to question him. Why didn't he stop and answer their questions? It's like, because fuck you. you. Have to stop and would be the, the most like, why? Yeah, that's like, that's like if he would have just whistled and stopped that truck from going and just told them, hey, why do you have these guns and all this bullshit? You know, what, hey, what, what are y'all up to? Who's trying to stop with that? It's not. It's racial where he was at, period. Because I was told, you know what I'm saying, from good brother Mr. Adam Skyrie, about this footage now surfacing of like cops like two years or like a year earlier running up Maybe. on him, yeah. jogging again. All right. And this time around, they pull out, he got his hands up. They, they say, put your hands up. The whole time he got his hands up. And this nigga's still trying to tase him. He's trying yeah. to tase him, but the taser don't work. You understand? And it frees up on him, and it don't do it. You get what I'm saying? So they've been on his ass, on his black ass, period, for over, for years now. You get what I'm saying? That's what you got to deal with out there? Fuck them, man. 
And that's now why, like uh, somebody mentioned not too long ago, but I'm in agreement. We all in agreement. And I ain't even the one that talk about guns or nothing like that. But that's why we all, if you can have a fucking license to carry and you got a right, get yourself a fucking gun. Because now I'm running and guess what? Look at my little dip right here on the side of my hip. I will blow your fucking head off. You run up with me, ask me anything about any questions, and ask me whatever else later, police. Fuck y'all. Like, that's where we at now with it, dog. <laughs> Pulling my gat out. What's up? We good? I'm running. I'm running. All right. Cool. Fuck out of here. Run, dad. Yeah, oh, but you man. just bust two shots off in there anyway. Let them know where you're coming from. <laughs> right. Well, before y'all do anything, cat, cat. <laughs> I don't even got to have a big joint. It could be a little small ass joint, like a nut ass joint, like she had in uh, Harlem Nights and shit. Little <laughs> nut ass joint. <laughs> the Arsenio. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that little shit. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. So we don't have a lot of time. We, you know, cover did want to go into sports. Did uh, stop or sleeves? Probably more stop or sleeves. Did you see the UFC this weekend? No, actually, I didn't. Oh, I didn't. man. It was uh, Overeem. I fought this boy, Walt Harris. I know Walt Harris had a crazy story because his, his, his uh, daughter was uh, kidnapped and murdered um, last year. And this was his first fight back after that. Um, you know Overeem. Like, Overeem was born in 80. Like, he's legit yeah. our age. And he's yeah. just been fighting since he was 19. First round, Walt is, like, thumping him. Like, he's on him, mounted, punching, but the ref didn't call it because Overeem was still moving, still looking mm -hmm. live in the game. And second round, Overeem just took him out. Yeah, I saw the TK, which is good because I think in uh, – it's good for Overeem. I like Alice Overeem. But I think in his last fight, he lost lost the fight and got, like, his whole lip split open, didn't he? Yeah, his, it was, like, chunked <laughs> off. Like, it looked like, like, like coleslaw. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, in sports, I found myself rooting for anybody that was born in '80, especially the older we get, because there's gonna be less of them. But um, the the bigger thing is that, like, at least as of right now, Florida is seeming like the hot spot destination. Like, I think there's plans for like boxing matches to be held in Florida. Um, UFC's already held, I think, maybe two events, maybe three well, there. Speaking of speaking of getting older, and I'm glad you, and talking about fighting. I don't know if maybe you got some like uh, insider info. So what's up with uh, Evander Holyfield training and uh, Mike Tyson uh, training? They trying to step back in the ring on us or something? I mean, they both look like they're in phenomenal shape. I'm sure everybody and yeah, their mother has seen a video Mike, of Mike. Huh? Exactly. Yeah, like, yeah. Nope. Go ahead and run up on him. <laughs> I think if those so, two do fight and, you know, both being older gentlemen in, in, in the game, I think it would be best for them to fight each other. <laughs> you know, I think that'd be a little more fair. I, I think that would be the biggest know, I don't know what, what their expectation is. It's like, it's, it's, it's not uncommon for older retired boxers to do exhibitions against other older retired boxers. Like, I've seen video footage of, of Jack Johnson doing this against like like Joe Janetta, somebody from like the 1920s or 30s, like more like 30s because he was already old by then. Like just, you know, doing some stuff just to get some dough in their pocket. So, you know, that's been going on since fighting's been going on now. That's one thing for them to resume a professional career and try to win, you know, Trying to see that Hollyfield Wilder, Wilder one. <laughs> right. That's that, that doesn't seem realistic. Let's cut, let's cut this shit. Let's cut this shit. Tyson Fury. <laughs> Real Tyson Fury. Y'all want to fight in the OG old man celebrity fighting league? Go ahead. But ain't nobody taking you serious with none of these junk stallion motherfuckers out here that you be trying to get in the ring with. You don't. You, I mean, we would all like to see it. You know, I'd love to see it, but it ain't going to happen. That's why I think yeah, it, and, and, then, and, and what could happen is that, like, it'd be different. If, if either of them were serious, I'm, I have no doubt that there are professional heavyweights that they could be. I'm, oh, not, yeah, saying, yeah. I'm not saying people ranked in the top ten, but, you know, there's, like, hundreds of fighters, you know what I'm saying? But that's a hassle, man. I don't know that they want that kind of devoted training regimen. This is what I'm life. saying. No, dog. Like, you talking about 15 years you've been off this track. 
all right? You're talking about people, even if they ain't winning their fights like that, they are actively rumbling for the last couple years, all right? Yeah, I'm going to lay your old ass out, all right? I'm sorry, because I got more cardio than your ass, whatever. You you ain't about to rebuild this shit in a fucking couple months in a year, nigga. If I've been rumbling steadily for seven, eight years, now anybody can get hit with a punch. Any of them punches get hit, and nigga, that's it. But I'm still confident enough to be in the ring. I'm not scared, like, oh, shit, I'm fighting the old-ass Mike Tyson. I'm not fighting 88. You know what I'm saying? Like, fuck that. It's right. still Mike Tyson. It'd be no different than when uh, Manny Stewart was telling Lennox Lewis, this ain't 1988. You better fight this motherfucker. And, <laughs> and, and, and <laughs> to Lennox's credit, he knocked his ass right out. I think it was in the eighth round. Or knocked him. Yeah, no, he probably knocked him out. Now, granted, you got to be a professional professional to even be in the ring with people. I'm just saying to, the, to them, like, you know what I mean? Like, what, what are we doing here, man? Like, no. Nah. Y'all want to run with each other again on some shit? Cool. But no, I'm not trying to see y'all interact with that other shit. No, no. I just want to see them fight each other. I think that'd be good. That'd be good. <laughs> but um, while we're on a sports topic real quick, we got a couple minutes left. And Tommy had put this one out there, too. Uh, what y'all, how y'all feel about those uh, the new uh, Rooney rules in the NFL? Now they're going to have these interview quotas for positions like uh, coordinator, head coach, executive, things like that. I think it's a great thing. Um, you think and, it's all for show? So I, think, I think it's a great thing for a couple reasons. I think it's a great thing, A, because white people really dislike it. <laughs> B, because if organizations aren't going to do the right thing by themselves, then they have to be encouraged to do the right thing. And if this encouragement to do the right thing eventually leads to the right candidate, you know, we don't give a fuck who the right co the color of the right candidate is. It's just about the right people getting the opportunity to be the right candidate. Well, no, but the color does matter, though. Well, I mean, I mean, I'm just saying, ultimately, if the right fit, if everybody's on a fair plane and the right person gets the job, then the right person got the job. I, but I, this I, rule is in place so that the right person can be in that position. So if this pushes it more towards that, then hell yeah. Well, this yeah, one put that out done. there to you guys. I mean, do y'all think it's just something on, on the surface? Like, this is just for show because it's... Uh, we'll see, you know. It's like, it's, but wait, but wait. It's an interview quota, not a hiring quota. That's what I'm saying. Right. So what does that mean? That they still was halfway, half-assed interviewing people before and then bullshitting them. You get what I'm saying? And, and brushing them right off and hiring whoever the fuck I, they want. I don't disagree but it's damn sure a step better than nothing it? and because it's giving more people a voice like if, if somebody comes in and wows them they, i mean something has to be done for the whole well, culture of the coach inspired to change now if this can make the spark of the agent of change then fuck it man why not see no i i feel i feel you sleeves i know what you're saying if it's not a quota that affects the hiring directly, then it kind of it seems like they're just blowing smoke to some degree. Exactly, it's but, bullshit. But, but, but not, and not to play both sides of the fence here, but I am going to do that. But I, I see what Tyree is saying too as well, because it, at least it's a step, and that, that's in quotes, it's a step. <laughs> what I like more, you know, like I'm not, I'm not advocating it like this should be the answer, but... I like that steps are being taken. But it, you it's know? messed up. It's you messed up. You gave me a spoonful. You gave me a spoon. I need the plate. Give me the whole fucking plate. All right, You're I don't need wrong. that spoon no more. I've You're been doing enough work that I need the whole plate. Like, so I need them to stop bullshit. Like, you know I'm what I'm saying? I'm not disagreeing with you. Yeah, you right. The, the, the crazy That's thing right. is, like, our, our people are saying now we're going to have, like, affirmative action in the NFL. It's crazy that that even has to be a thought in a league that's like 95% black to start with. Yeah. If the players make up the majority of the league, then it seems like the coaching and the executives will also make up that the, the uh, black players would also make up the majority of those positions as well, too. I mean, just mathematically, it seems like, you know what I mean? That's how it would be. But we all know that it's not. But it's owner, because at the end of the day, it go back to ownership. And the owners make the decision on who they want and who they going to hire. And most of the owners is who? Actually, all the owners is what? What color is all the owners? 
Huh? I mean, like when when we were kids, when we were kids, it was it was Doug Williams, Randall Cunningham, Warren Moon, and that's it. Cut to death. You know what I'm saying in terms of the quarterbacks. So, and and there were zero coaches, head coaches. Like that wasn't even fathom. Maybe no Art Snell, Art Snell with the Raiders. In, the Raiders, when yeah, we were kids. exactly. Um, but like you know, it 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 it's unfortunate that the advancement has taken this long. Um, <laughs> speed. We definitely have, like, we're taking quarterback over. And, you know, that's, yeah. that's very they obvious. There eventually, but nobody wants to wait. Like, who wants to play this waiting and game? And they shouldn't have to wait. Like, there, there's no reason for them to have to wait because the talent and the knowledge is there today. But America. You know, it's the culture in the NFL. It is a racist culture to some degree. Hell yeah. It was it was built off of that. Like, I mean, like Sleeve said, like take a take a race pool of the owners, like shit. One hundred to zero to zero to zero to every other race. So as long as that's the case, then progress is going to be a slow moving boat. Can't even get a seat at the table for an organization. You know right. what I'm saying? Let alone just a regular gig, a proper gig, a head coaching gig. We can't be an owner. I know. Fuck y'all. That's what I'm saying. So it's like you have all these. I mean, think about all the black linemen that have played at least 10 years, eight years in a row, all pro, uh, Super Bowl champion. And you you can't find anybody over the decades who will fill a a head coaching position. You seem like it seems like they will make up the majority of the coaches in those positions, uh, offensive coordinators, head coaches. And it just. I don't know. It's it's when you think about and then it. What they'll do is they'll throw these other excuses in there, like a prime person for the head coaching position this year would have been Eric Bieniemy, offensive coordinator for the Kansas City Chiefs. But they use the team's success. That's what I was <laughs> as a reason. The justifications for, is always on some BS. It's like, yeah. like come on, man. There's right. too many athletes who are good at their positions, who had excellent careers for us, for us not to be more represented in these upper echelon type positions in the organ, you know, in the organization, you know what I'm saying? I mean, shit, like, you hear people on ESPN like Lewis Riddick, like you would think that he'd be good enough to be somebody's GM by now. The shit he say on a daily basis on the microphone sound intelligent to me. He's running pro yeah. office personnel and other organizations, the Eagles being one of them. So, you know, glad to hear that, but like, yeah. yeah. Especially compared to a lot of the coaches and coordinators now who may have played in college. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's, it's, it's like, you know, it's, it's one thing to, to play on a collegiate level, another thing to play on an NFL level. But it's also one thing just to be a spectator and to be an actual participant. What about, um, what about black NBA coaches? I feel like that's... Uh, the NBA has a different culture. I guess we But they're way it. more integrated and be on that shit. Like we got our hands way more yeah. in that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Michael Jordan is an owner. Like Michael Jordan. Exactly. Like, like you know what I'm saying? We got our hands on play on that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Way more and there's way more prominent like black GMs in the NBA than it is in the fucking NFL up top. So I but, mean the head coaches is just, you know Yeah, well coaches, yeah, but I don't know about GMs. Because I remember Toronto's GM getting a lot of notoriety because he was like the first, well, he was the first black GM to win a championship. He wasn't necessarily. Exactly. That's what I was going to ask. I don't know the exact numbers for like GMs and owners. Like how many of them are are actually black? I'm not exactly sure about that because that is, you know, that's the top of the pyramid there, so to speak. Mm -hmm. So I'm not exactly sure on those numbers. But overall, when comparing the NBA to the NFL, the NBA clearly is. Up here, I mean, it's, it's, it's just, you know, the superior league for from a business perspective, from a player standpoint, you know, no helmet, all that FaceTime individually, more guaranteed money in the contracts. But even they fail in comparison to uh, Major League Baseball because above all else, Major League Baseball's Players Association has the owners by the nuts. Nobody's agreeing to anything in baseball unless the players' organization agrees to it. And that's where football comes, like, in a, in a, in a very slim comparison because the owners have the football players by the nuts. Yeah, I was actually talking to Sleeves about that yesterday. Our numbers in baseball have dropped like crazy. I remember, like, everybody used to play baseball when I was a kid. You know, well, well, when we were kids, there was, it seemed like there was way more black people uh, playing pro ball. But 
Yeah, no, that's, that's definitely. Drum. But I mean, like Latin, Latin expansion would probably be more no. responsible for that. I mean, no. they could no. coexist, but like, yeah, definitely. Nah. Yeah. nah, it's not just that, bro. It's simple. No, I'm not saying that's the only reason, but you know, the main I think reason is probably not as talked about because. What'd you say? No, let's talk about what it was the real reason. They get it in the inner city. They took away the rec centers and rec leagues and shit like that. That's where niggas was introduced to that shit. Yeah. I had zero opportunity. When I first started playing when I was a kid. I had zero opportunity to play baseball as a child. So yeah, you you preach it to the choir. Like that I, I I'm a byproduct of that. I probably would have been a damn fine baseball player. But see, no, no, see, no, but see, like being stopped, all see, like being stopped, we played for them. Like you know what I'm saying, I played for Tempenow and Cherry Shore, motherfucking. I used to play against Belleville, but I used to play against you know Mount Airy, this and the third. I played baseball, basketball. Had a, they had a little swim team, did swim shit. Like this was all for my rec center at Tempenow. Like you get what I'm saying, like. Then they stopped all that shit, stopped the funding, and that's when all the fucking shit stopped. And you know, baseball and all that shit went out the window because yeah. I actually had a black baseball coach, Mr. Ed, took us to fucking football, uh, Phillies games the whole nine. Like I remember all this shit vividly. Like that's how I used to fuck with baseball, tennis. Yeah. I, nigga, I'm a black man on Tiffany playing tennis. I was using them tennis court. You know what I'm saying? They had a black coach over there. You know what I'm saying? So they took all that shit away. And that fucked it up, man. Where we go to the corners, you know what I'm saying? And either it's basketball or possibly football, but something like baseball where you need motherfuckers to have it organized and that equipment. You need equipment, exactly. You need individual equipment. So, yeah, that was that was a no go. Yeah, it went out the window, and that's fucked up. That's what we need back in the city, bastards. You know what I'm saying? Instead yeah, of trying to come in the city. But anyway. well, at this point. The, the the progress would be taking the uh, the the boards the wooden boards off the rims and letting people at least getting back into basketball. But you know, when's that gonna happen? I know oh. because hey hey hey, real quick, real quick to whoever took down the rims at Somerville Court, man, over <laughs> Mother's Day weekend, man. Fuck you. You know what I'm saying? I've been working out well all through COVID. Well. You know what I'm saying? Four or five times, you bastards. Must have been the city. I guess when, when, of course it was. Once quarantine is lifted, I guess, I mean, you hope they go back out there and put them back up, but I don't know. You know, Joe might, might be up to the community to come put them. Well, oh, it's up. cool. Oh, it's no, it's no worry. I ordered them to go up at Amazon. Get my ladder and get it popping. It ain't about shit. A crate and a nail gun. Some scissors, <laughs> I'll be straight. Just, just get some crate ball going. Get a big ass basketball going. That crate, like back in the day. That Please, been in the hard. house weaving nets this whole time during quarantine. <laughs> yeah. Gonna make it happen. They play around if they want. Me. Yeah. 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 Guess next time around, uh, somebody else uh, will be joining that uh, forty forty. You know, coming up. You know. Yeah. Salute, early salute tech. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We'll definitely put a in, but, uh, You know yeah. what I'm saying? Brother Sky high. You know what I mean? That's Woo. what we do. We yeah. out here. Man. Bastards. Long time. <laughs> Long time. All right, fellas. I mean, I ain't really got much else to cover, or at least nothing that we can really cover in the next few minutes. We have to save it for the next podcast. Maybe um, we can put it out there now. Maybe next time we can get into to, uh, uh, dating and marriage ages, like uh, what's too young for you, what's too old, you know what I'm saying? And, and uh, why? What do you mean? Young? Well, what's, what's... like, of course I'm talking legal. <laughs> We're talking young. <laughs> but do you like, have... Like, no, 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 I guess what I'm asking no, is, no, are you mean to like... Me currently, what would be for me too young or too old now today? Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Okay. And I, and, I, and I'm asking this now because everybody's turning forty now, right? Mm-hmm. And for a lot of time, we were in our thirties. Always felt like years. that's your prime dating age, right? You might not realize that till you hit thirty, but when you're thirty, you date women who are in their thirties. You can date women who are in their twenties. You date women who are in their forties. Like you go. 
10 years, and I mean, either direction. You see what I'm saying? But I feel it's even I feel it's even crazier at 40. I'm sorry. I knew sleeves. <laughs> yeah, I'm no, I'm not. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I feel the 40 shit is even crazier. What you mean? This is prime. That was pre-prime. Nigga, full O. <laughs> that shit prime time. You know how many sleeves go on here, but I don't I don't really want to disagree with him right here because now like mature isn't out of the question. And yeah. neither is young. Like they both their game because you, and I you're got in a that glow. Well, look, look, look. If you got a few minutes, we can get into it for a couple minutes. What you say? Oh, listen, man, we both single. You the one. You tell. Yeah, listen, man. OG shit over here. I'm just trying to tell you, it's a difference. Thirty, difference? I still ain't know enough. You know what I'm saying? Forty, I know a lot, bitch. Forty years. So you want a piece of that? And now I'm in the best shape of my life. And if you're doing that, it's just it's like, you know, it's just certain things that come with it. And plus, mentally, you know what you want. Okay, you but, want but keep it funky, though, Sleeves. Are you really going to be dating a woman who's 21, 22 right now? Fuck no. And I would tell you my cutout, like, you know what I'm saying? I'm not, I don't got to date her. But if I mistakenly bombed her, then bombed I bombed her. her. You know what I'm saying? But, but to, to that point, I wouldn't have dated a 21-year-old at 30. Period. You said exactly. that 31 you wouldn't have? No. I have no interest in that. that. That would have to be like, yo, what for who? Right, exactly. Like, you wouldn't have did it neither. Like, yeah, what, what the like, fuck? Like, I feel you, like. You, you 20 years, man. Like, I, I'm cool. I ain't never been that type of boy that been on that Kel shit. So yeah. I, you know what I'm but See, I got to ask because now at this age, when you're 40, it's like, okay, when you're 31, you could date, you could date somebody who's 21. Like, you definitely I ain't want that right? bitch. You too young, man. But no, and. But when you're 40, it's like, you know, technically, I'm old enough to be like your, your, your dad. You see what I'm saying? So that's why I'm asking, like, how does that window shrink, you know what I mean, as you start to get a little older, if it shrinks for you? You see, you see what I'm saying? I mean, it's all, it's all vibe. It's all, as with anything, it definitely do, because, I mean, you tell me something like that, no, I don't feel right, because I don't want to feel like you got to live. Like, fuck, man. Like, I don't want to feel like, you know what I'm saying? I'm about to try to, like, you think we about to get top live, locked up and we chilling now. Like, like no, you young as shit. Go live your life, man. Shit going on over here. I don't want to deal with that. I'm cool. That, what if, what if she has cool. it all together and she's pursuing you heavily? To have it all oh, together. We already, we, we both know the answer to this question. I don't even know. told you everything you needed to know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, oh, wait, huh? She did what now? Oh, she, she got her shit straight? Uh... I mean, but but these are these are these are these are like best case offer you can't refuse scenarios. Like in general, right now, and us, you know, you guys being forty, me right there. I don't know that twenty five would probably that don't get you go. Probably be the ceiling, <laughs> like the floor in terms of age. That and man, where, that'd have to be real 20, unique. 25 is where it starts. Yeah. Like, I'm cool. Like, that and up, dog. Like, I can't fuck you 21, uh, 24. Even, even 25 to 30, I would have reservations. But I'm, you know, I'm not going to say no to an opportunity just based off of age. I would have to, you know. Because 22 and 23 is bachelor's degree, perhaps a master's degree, depending on individual. And I'm cool. See, I'm cool. You know, so, if, if I'm being honest, somebody 23 likely hasn't failed enough for me. And, okay. you know, I've, I've failed enough that I don't want somebody. Like, because if, we know how life goes and relationships go. Like, I don't want to be a 23-year-old's dream shatterer. You already need to know how relationships can work or not work. And, and exactly. not me for that answer. At least... I don't know if that's wrong or selfish or whatever, but that's too young. But maybe you should be that dream shatterer. That's good for her. You could be her <laughs> when you experience. <laughs> you be that pain in her life that she needs, Tari. Yeah. <laughs> a better person. <laughs> I mean, you could do a lot worse. I'm a pretty good breakupper, but no, I don't want to. Okay, but but wait, but wait, but wait. So I don't know if it's just like a, a, a male frame of mind, and you know, because we're just talking about women who are younger. Now, I said window. 
So it's yeah. not just about women who may be younger, but we haven't said anything about women older. How much older can you go right now? Because I definitely Ooh. know there's going to be a ceiling on that. Yes, it definitely is. So if I'm being 15, honest, 15 I'm thinking 10, 15 plus 15 or minus. Egg, right, exactly. 15 north or south. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 15, because yeah. I had the same number in my head, so that feels more than adequate. Yeah, so 55. 55, 55 yeah. dog. That's it. Fuck that. No. I mean, it might be weird if we all let your crib play in Jenga, but goddamn it, you yeah, better I know, right? <laughs> respect it. Respect it and check it. Yeah. Dorothy's going to have a good time with <laughs> everybody, and you're just going to have to bow <laughs> out and then, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. I know. That's you a whole know, other conversation. Put, Dorothy though, on the table like five more years. I get to retire early. Whoa! <laughs> She's been using that shea butter and that black seed oil, though. Her shit shining. <laughs> At the same time, you're like, yeah, Dorothy, you five more years? If I wipe that up, I get part of that pension. Mm, pension. Exactly. Stability. Exactly. Yeah, start working on that nest egg. I'm going to Hawaii, baby. I'm retiring. Dorothy right been at PGW 30 years. <laughs> I'm leaving that building to you and your name. I know. Oh, man. But I mean, to your point, stuff like I feel like fifty-five is is probably as extreme to me as, as twenty-five exactly. is in terms of the scenario. Like you know what? That same Jenga, that same Jenga table is going to be weird, regardless if it's twenty-five or fifty-five. Now I don't know how you know how much weight my opinion on this matters. I'm married, so it's kind of everything for me isn't really like it's not no chance of it happening. You know what I'm saying? But I would say this, it seems more natural for me to say 25 than it does 55. Uh, I don't know if it's like some kind of part, if, if, if it's something innate and in, you know, like your your nature and wanting to- Oh yeah, because you're that, you're that old man perk. If you old man, you want that young you meat. That's still reproduction <laughs> age. When you see 55, it's like, you're not gonna have kids with this woman. I don't know if, you know what I mean? I don't know if that's some primal thing going on. And maybe that's why 25 seems a little more. It, it ain't got nothing to do with reproduction. I mean, I guess you got a point with the reproduction, but it just will be on the simple fact, hey, man, it's just going to be facts. And, I, that and, young, and that's just, that young kitty. that's me, that because young kitty. you might be somebody who doesn't want children. So for you, maybe the 55 being older and established and already a grandma or something, you know what I mean? It's like, well, you know, if she doesn't want kids, that's not something I have to worry about in a relationship with her. Whereas the 25-year-old, you might like her, be feeling her, she got her act together, but y'all disagree on the family and kids. She might want kids, and you're like, nah, I don't. It's not something I'm trying to deal with right now. You know what I mean? Yeah, man, e either way you get it, it's definitely, like you said, though, it's a 15. 25 would be like, but that is like a, a, a serious dynamic of both the the, the juxtaposition. It's like the, the 25 year old is, is thinking family creation, whereas the 55 year old is thinking I've already raised or I'm in the process of raising. You know, so there is that element. <laughs> Ask you what you're going to wear to her grandson eighth grade graduation because you know y'all going. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you're going yeah. to be doing a lot of cruises. You know what I'm saying? Tom Joyner got his coming up in the next couple months. You know, we going. I already got them tickets. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that's all. This is what it is. I never liked the idea of a cruise. Me. I don't, I would just rather just go somewhere, you know, like, and I'm sure they're fine. And I know plenty of people who've had great times on them. In my mind, I'm always thinking this is going to be that one where the power goes out and there's just a floor full of people's shit. And that's what I got to stay in for like a week and we can't dock until then. And that's just yeah. dumb. I know it, it's not true. It might be the best time of your life and you just need that 55-year-old woman to take you on that cruise. All exactly. I told you, Ty, you can gamble. Listen, you're talking about he would have a ball. Like, he can gamble on that, John. Like, are you, are you kidding me, dog? Like, that's, like, that's all you got to do to sell Ty. No, dog, you can gamble there. Oh, yeah. oh you can gamble? Gamble cruise ship. Yeah. Free food, I, man. I, but no, you know what? The only thing about a cruise is, for real, for real, I've been on one. It was fun, but the only problem I had with it, like, 
I would never do a seven-day joint. Like, no, nah, that shit got to be like a weekend, like a three-day joint or something. Like, that, that whole week out there for a week. You're saying seven days is too long? Yes. It's too long on that boat with all that shit. I'm cool. I'm Gucci. Get it in and get it out. Like, that's not nothing I need to be on there for an extended period of time. You see what I mean? That shit. Yo, when you get out there one night and you just be out there and you just see how dark and masked that shit is, like, you know what I'm saying? And the darkness of just the water. Like, yo, because, like, yo, this shit tipped over. It's a rat. Like, you know what? Yeah, definitely. Everything. Yeah, that's that's day territory. Whatever's out there swimming yeah. and doing anything, that's day shit. That's what it thrives right? at night. I am visiting. <laughs> I am that's visiting. Like, you know, that's like flying over the Pacific, went to Hawaii, like, man, shit. Yeah, you crash here, like, you know, you crash on land, it's a wrap, but you crash here, like, there's no surviving. Like, what the hell? Ain't nobody floating on no wing. All these sharks. Like, come to get us, like, yeah. Nuts. But, all right, so it's been cool. So we've established that. It's a 15-year, you know what I mean, window either direction, you know what I mean? With exceptions, Please are definitely bombing on a 55. Of always exceptions to the rule, but yeah, 15 is well, right? Sleeve's going to bomb some 55-year-olds this year before it's all said and done, you know what I'm saying? You know? Absolutely not. If he, Absolutely if he hasn't, not. If he hasn't not. already. Absolutely not. That is not my forte, you, you motherfucker. Blanche. Her name is Blanche. Blanche. I'm <laughs> <laughs> Blanche too. Dorothy and Blanche. <laughs> Wait, was Dorothy a golden girl? Was that a Dor golden girl name? Yes. Yeah, we're both of them. Wow. <laughs> wow. That was just, I just Rose picked Dorothy, but it just so happened to be a golden girl name. Damn. Yeah, Dorothy, Blanche, Rose, and Sophia, man. Don't yeah, me. man. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, so, out of those names, I feel like Sophia's the one that's coming back the most. Like, you see more kids Sophia names, and yeah. Rose is like a close second, but yeah, you definitely see Blanche. Sophia more than Dorothy. You uh, definitely Dorothy don't see a fucking Blanche. I ain't heard or seen a Blanche in motherfucking years. Yeah, no. I think that one's done. All right, fellas. It's been a good one. You know, my brothers. Glad we got to touch on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah so, of course. Hopefully, we meet up oh, yeah. next week. And real quick before we go off, you know, we on iHeartRadio mm -hmm. right now. The balls all day long, man. Sleeves up top. Stizdive has always doing I, I keep his thing. Telling you is, is your screen is different. When you're talking about up top, like. That's not what oh, everybody God. sees. You're not up top on my screen. You're on the bottom on my screen too, Ty, though. So exactly. And when, and when we post it, don't that's be, how it comes out. Part of it. So being as though I post these joints and I see how they come out, let me do my you know fucking I can thing. Switch. I can try to switch the, the way it's set up. But yeah, you, yeah, you and Scott Reed on the bottom, always talking shit. This time he don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah, put a middle finger up right now. Spotify, yeah, that's, that's all that shit. YouTube, you know what I'm saying? Twitter. The gram, you know what we do. The balls.